0: and we're rolling and we're rolling welcome back to our rise above podcast episode two
1: yeah and um it was fun for me it was fun editing and listening back of our first episode and i hope that you guys the audience um enjoyed the first episode and listening to it um, and I ho- enjoy, or I hope you enjoy
0: this second episode too. Yes. So this episode, we're gonna be talking about um, the hookup culture and how it is normalized, and how being a Christian Catholic living in this society right now is, you know, our point of views on that. So stay tuned if you want to. L- listen uh what we want what we have to say about that but first off we should do a mental health check so how are you doing katrina i'm doing fine i'm having fun
1: here it's nice to be in orange and like i'm really full from our little brunch that we ate um i am going through finals this week and so that's just been on my mind but i and then like also, I don't know what I'm going to do afterwards, like when school is over, because I do have like a whole month off mm-hmm. um, and just occupying my time there. But yeah, other than that, I'm doing well. How are you,
0: Angie? I'm doing, I'm doing better. I'm doing way better than when we first recorded mentally. Um, yeah, I've, I've been living in Orange for about a month and a half now. And with that, with the first month, I kept going back home like every two weeks. And that was like a lot of change, you know, like there was just, I just didn't feel any stability in it. So I've been here for about two weeks, more than two weeks. And I like the routine that I've been establishing. I've been reading my Bible, going on runs, um, talking to friends a lot about mental health. But I definitely got into a rut um, when we were, I mean, when we were recording, like I was probably in a rut and I'm still kind of getting out of it, but mostly out of it now. So, um, I do have a theory. I was telling Katrina about this earlier over brunch, but, um, I feel like when people are in ruts and, or, um, kind of feel like they're going through a rough patch is because they feel like they are not fully connected to their soul. And it's whether like, even it doesn't have to be religious wise, like how you fix that quote unquote, you know, um, I listened to Haley Fam's podcast and they're talking about getting out of ruts. And she said that she took an anagram test and they were saying that she's really spontaneous. And the moment she did a little like spontaneous trip with her fiance, she felt immediately back to where she was like she got out of that rut. Um, But I feel like as Catholics, or as a Catholic, me personally, if I'm not spending time with Jesus, I get into a rut, because I feel like my soul is just slowly distancing itself, you know. But every time I do spend time with him, I'm back.
1: Yeah, I remember you mentioning that you felt distant from God, and then that's when when you were in a rut, and then now um you do read your bible more and like you're noticing that god is giving you blessings and you're becoming thankful for that and so it's like bringing you back to that momentum bringing you back to your to your soul i would agree to that theory um i feel like i was in a rut too i i feel like this week or these past two weeks i um i can say that i've been lacking the social interaction that i always you know like um yeah it's so hard but anyways i I, i've been lacking the, the social interactions i love spending quality time with my friends um especially my friends like as much as i love hanging out with my family and being like at home a lot it can get i guess little more lonely or like boring for me Mm -hmm. not saying that my family's boring it's just like I want to spend time with my friends like I miss spending time with my friends and so I also have been like um, that that time has been just spent with myself and my thoughts and then that's when like I overthink and the overthinking can be very negative sometimes which brings me to like self-doubt and and guilt and ruts um and then now that I'm like hanging out a day and a night with Angie I um and in her apartment we're like catching up like I feel a lot better than how I've been these past two weeks
0: I'm so glad that I'm able to re-energize and refresh you
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: that's what being your best friend's all about hello yeah.
1: and plus we haven't seen each other since like your birthday or well your we birthday. did yeah my birthday celebration but still like the the time of like just us two hasn't been this long yeah. it's always like us two in a group mm-hmm. or um just like us facetiming
0: definitely so oh yes also we want to hear from you guys um how are you doing mentally really don't just give us the good old good we don't want to hear that we want to hear if you're willing to tell us you know anything about you um we would love to hear from you we are gonna set up an email for you guys to send questions or you can even dm us on instagram it's at rise dot co um yeah, we're going to start posting on there, giving you guys some motivation throughout the week. Um, so yeah, feel free to DM us and we're going to let you know when we have that email set up. So let's talk about hookup culture.
1: As you all know, me and Angie are college students and um, Gen Z, Gen Z teenagers. We could, there's a lot of TikToks about Gen Z. <laughs> there are. But, but you know, living in this type of society right now, hookup culture is a big thing. Not a lot of people want to go into committed relationships. They don't want to go through the heartbreak. And like, it's understandable, like, it's gonna hurt. Um, but it's at, like, for me and Angie, we just don't follow that hookup culture trend.
0: Mm-mm. Definitely, we date for intentions. Yeah. I feel like There are two paths you could take dating for, you know, the real picture marriage or dating for experience and dating for experience is fun. Don't get me wrong, but what are you really working towards? You know, like you're going to learn so much about another person. Are you going to just, you know, leave (laughs) when you've kind of been quote unquote satisfied or are you actually going to care about that person enough to stick around and be with them through the ups and downs of life, you know? Um, I definitely feel like people are so scared of commitment because it's going to hurt when someone basically says, I know all your flaws and I don't want to stick around. You know, that definitely hurts a person.
1: For me personally, I before I made the decision to like date seriously for marriage um, which we will explain like our what we mean by that but before I made that decision I was definitely a person who like yeah I'm gonna date for experience I you were yeah Um, I think one being because my mom had a very very long-term relationship before meeting my dad and then she told me that the one thing she regrets is like kind of exploring more out there of like the dating and relationship world Um, instead of spending like that long time with one boyfriend and then the next was her husband Um, which happens to some people and it happened to my mom and i guess she just didn't want that for me and so that's when i was like okay i'm gonna date for experience you know like go all i don't know just like have fun Um, And that's not, and that's before I knew the meaning of dating for marriage, which to me right now, I'm gonna just go the whole process. Um, So if I meet a guy and I would talk to them and people know that the talking stage can be a very long time before we can actually go on dates or it can be a short amount of time, you know, it depends. Um, But when you guys talk, you guys are basically getting to know each other, getting to like sense each other's personalities, see if we vibe. And then when it comes to dating, once I date someone, I'm thinking, okay, I I want to be in a relationship with this person. That's because that's why I'm dating them in the first place. That's why I'm like going on dates with them is cuz I see myself in a relationship with them. And then once we get into a relationship, the reason that being is like, now I see us in a relationship. Depending on how long term it will be, hopefully one day maybe we could get married. Mm-hmm. And then if that doesn't work, obviously we will break up. And yes, that shit hurts. Um, but that's just uh, the reason is like he's not meant to be my like person forever. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not the person that I meant to
0: marry. Yeah, I definitely understand and respect your process. That I feel like a lot of people don't understand what dating from marriage is. And because I have friends at Chapman and I tell them, oh, I'm dating from marriage. And they're like, oh, what? And I'm like, why, you're not? And they're like, no. And I'm like, well, do you know what that means? And they're like, wait, tell me again. And I'm like, dude. <laughs> but dating from marriage for me, my definition of it, Is very similar to yours. I mean, almost the same thing. But it's like, it's dating somebody until you find out something that is a deal breaker in your eyes that you cannot see yourself, like, marrying them. It's not like I'm snooping to find something that's wrong with them so I can break up with them (laughs) because, like, you know, that's not the goal. But I'm dating with a third eye open seeing, of course if you find something that's fatal to you, um, that you need to have in a person and they don't have it, then that's when you break it off. That's, you know, and I feel like a lot of girls or guys, anyone, when they're dating, they find something that they don't like about the person that they're talking to and they don't care. They keep going because they're like, oh, we're so close to becoming a couple or we're so close to doing the next step, or we're so close to doing this. And it's like, no, you're hurting that person and yourself if you continue to see them in that way and you don't communicate that it's not gonna work out in the end. Like, you know it's not gonna work out in the end. Um, yeah, and I feel like dating from marriage, you kind of have to have that talk with yourself of, oh, what am I looking for? What are my standards? And if this person doesn't reach my standards, then I break up with them or then I cut things off or, you know, tell them how I really feel.
1: Yeah, because if anything, like, if you set those standards and you know your intentions and you both go for the right reasons, you know, you're saving yourself from hurting yourself and, like, and also you're saving from hurting them. Mm -hmm. So it works, like, if anything, by breaking up with a person or being broken up, it's just saving both of the people in the relationship from getting hurt even more and even deeply which is why like dating before getting into the committed relationship part can also take a while um yeah
0: yeah definitely i saw this one tweet and it was like if you're not dating for marriage you're dating for heartbreak yes which is true i mean no matter if you're religious or not that is a fact you know because if you don't end up in marriage yeah of course marriage isn't isn't easy definitely no we're not trying to say that marriage is like once you're married it's like smooth sailing from there definitely not Mm. um but if you know that you're not going to marry them you're going to end up being in heartbreak and um i also saw another tiktok and he was like marriage is hard divorce is hard choose your heart and i was like wow (laughs) that that's deep that is deep that's dude deep. that is deep and it's like for me i'm gonna choose to love whoever i marry despite all of their flaws you know accept them for who they are
1: right. i would say i have hi and she's like nodding right next to me <laughs> <laughs> she knows what i'm gonna say but I have high standards.
0: Oh I, yes, she I, never ever settles, as it so, should be. It's not that I, like, I expect a lot from
1: a man, it's just like if you don't meet those high standards, like if, like I saw this one quote um, from a book that I was reading, or that you gave me, mm-hmm. but it, it said, I don't need you to complete me, but you're willing to try there you go and so for me because I'm a big advocate of self-love and like independence I don't need a man to complete me I don't need a man like I literally don't need a relationship or a boyfriend in my life right now although it would be nice to have one like I'm open to them but if you're willing to try to, you know, meet my standards and then that's when I'll be like, okay, this person wants to get serious, like, he's trying, um, and it's not for, like, you're trying to get to me because you want to satisfy your sexual or emotional needs, like, I'm not your mother, I'm not your therapist, I'm not trying to do stuff with you for you, um Which is what the hookup culture is all about. Like, it's literally what it is—hookups where they're just like a one-done thing because they need to satisfy That's whatever, yeah, themselves. Very selfish.
0: <laughs> and like, I have a friend who does. He dabbles in it. Let's <laughs> say you could, he could say that um he dabbles in it. But he, I like talking to him about this topic. Of course, we kind of like butt heads. Um, but he, from his point of view. He is not as religious as we are, so I like like I like listening to his um, his perspective, but he says that he's not he's satisfying the other person and that other person is satisfying them, which is c- technically correct, but once you've satisfied each other, quote unquote, what are you gonna do? Exactly, you're done, and then it's kind of like you left. Is that really love? Yeah. When you leave. That's not love, you know. And the hookup culture, it, it totally, um, what's it called? What is it? It devalues sex. It devalues sex so much. It's literally called lovemaking. And you, that's not, it doesn't fit. The hookup culture does not fit that, that term into sex at all. Because there's, it's, there's no love. How can you make love when there's no love? it's just somebody that you met the night of <laughs> or on tinder or whatever you know yeah. speaking of tinder what are your thoughts on dating apps <laughs> oh girl <laughs> 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 um so i i'm
1: not a fan of tinder or bumble i've i've had those those dating apps before everyone knows that if you're on tinder you're just trying to hook up oh, yeah and you're trying to send pictures or you're just trying to do some type of flirting or whatever. But I'm not... It's so tiring if you do that, for in my opinion. Um, and then for Bumble, I just always had the experience of dry conversations. And so dating apps in general, to me, it honestly depends on what your intentions are when you go on it. Like my intentions, I... Yes, it's a dating app, but also I just like talking to people. I like just having those conversations even if we just stay as friends. Like I have I've matched with people on Hinge who I'm like just friends with, and that's fine. Like that's fine for me as long as you go with the
0: right intentions. And yeah.
1: What about you? What are your thoughts on
0: dating apps? I do tell Katrina to be careful <laughs> and tell these boys where she's at because i feel like a lot of these boys end up catching feelings for her and i'm like katrina you have to tell them that you just want to be friends because you're on a dating app not not a friend app it's not just friends um and she does she does tell them that hey i'm not i'm just looking for friends right now but i definitely have to remind her because she forgets sometimes but (laughs) she's like laughing (laughs) um i think dating apps are very surface level Mm -hmm. because of course you're just basing the first thing you see about a person is their looks but i mean if you think about it your whole life is a dating app (laughs) like whenever you go out in the public you see someone you think they're boom am i attracted to you yeah you know like that's just the human nature these dating apps make it easier for you to Identify and establish if a person is attracted to you. Whether is that a good thing or a bad thing, I don't know. Some and I, just like Katrina was saying, it's all about intentions. Um, I do like how Bumble on Bumble it says what you're looking for. It says something casual, don't know yet, or relationship. I have it on as relationship because unlike Katrina, <laughs> I am looking for something more serious. But um, yeah, you know. It For me, it kind of weeds out all the quote-unquote bad guys. They're only bad because I don't want to hook up, you know, like I want something serious. Um, so, yeah, that that little badge on there, I think it weeds them out. I think everyone you meet through these apps, whether you choose to download them or not, it leads to somewhere you learn something every time. Um, whether that's just a little thing of what you prefer in, in a significant other or, you know, but it also kind of like I hate how it changes the way you look at people. Like when you're in a classroom and you meet a person, you don't immediately think, "Oh, what's their height?" <laughs> or "Oh, um, are they a voter?" You know, like it's, it's oh, like the
1: things that you put on, on dating the, app. yeah
0: on the dating oh, app. You just see them as a person, and then you get to know those things along the way. But with these apps, it's like you can filter <laughs> on who you meet, right? So it's kind of crazy um, that we can do that. What, like I said, whether that's good or bad, that's up to you. I, it really is just with people's intentions, and I think the messy part is where they're not on the same page. Each each person on the in the conversation, you know. So I do really appreciate when the guys ask, oh, what are you looking for? Or why are you on here? You know, because it shows me that they're trying to figure out whether we're looking for the same thing or not. If they don't ask me, shit, I will ask them. Like, I don't care. (laughs) But um, I do like it when a guy knows what he's looking for, definitely. The intentions are a really big thing that you need to know. And everyone knows Tinder is the hookup app. Bumble is a little more serious and Hinge is like serious. Serious. Like you're looking for something, but I feel like I'm not, I mean, not many people know about Hinge, but anyways, um, these are like the quote unquote places for everyone under 21 (laughs) to look. Um, you know, when you hit 21, you go to a bar and you meet, you meet people, right? At least that's what we're taught in the movies
1: yeah um, movies would like teach that although if I'm 21 and you see me at a bar maybe I'll be simping but if you sit next to me <laughs> buy you a drink <laughs> <laughs> like right like sometimes yeah. when you do go to a bar you ask for a drink from the bartender and like if you're alone especially sorry but like if you're a woman and you're alone you're like what is she doing here, you know? Like, is she okay? But anyway, so besides that, like, yeah, if, if I'm not simping and I'm like, you sit next to me and you offer me a drink, sure, that,
0: although that can low-key lead to the hookup. Mm-hmm. I was just gonna say, bars, I feel like is the equivalent to dating apps for us. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, if, okay, what I mean by this is be, cautious on where you're looking for your significant other Mm -hmm. if you meet a significant if you meet somebody that you're attracted to let's say at church that doesn't mean that they're perfect but that's definitely something you guys already have in common which is your faith which is a great thing to have in common and then you'll go from there but if you go to a bar what are you connected by socializing alcohol you know it's kind of the same thing as tinder and bumble because it's like what are you really on there for why are you why are you going to this place you know where are you meeting um so definitely for everyone that's listening out there if you want something serious i mean take everything that we're saying as a grain of salt but definitely be mindful of where you're meeting these people i'm not saying that if you meet somebody on bumble means that they're terrible. or that they're looking like not everyone on Bumble is looking looking for a a hookup hookup. exactly and Tinder like I told you there was a, a success story from there where they actually got married and I was like huh but um I feel like when we when we first joined these apps like fresh out of 18 um it was kind of weird because it was weird meeting people that I didn't know and you're you know it just feels like VR, like virtual reality, it feels like nothing is real because you're hiding behind your screen. Mm-hmm. Um. So when I started going on like, quote unquote, dates, meeting up with people, I've only met with like two people, but it's, it makes it reality. And then you kind of snap out of it and you're like, wait, there is another person that I'm actually talking to behind in this, behind the screen in this conversation. It's not like this is a computer. That's something that Real, I think about a lot.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think about... That's what I think about, too, when I'm on dating apps and, like, you know, you swipe right or you swipe left or you dislike or like, that these are real people mm-hmm. with these accounts. Like, it could be, there's a lot of catfishes out there, which there are. Oh, yes. There, there are catfishes, but, you know, the guys that I talked to or talked to, um, those are real people and they, like, we had real conversations and you just have to be mindful too that you know yes the you could talk through text or snap or whatever and it may not mean nothing to you but to the other person it could mean something a lot more than you would expect it to be so
0: isn't it crazy that before even the these apps, like our grandparents had to wait to get letters handwritten letters from their now husbands, you know, our grand our grandparents. Like that's crazy to me. You have to have so much patience and intention and effort, you know, to put into that. Like definitely hooking up was not as easy, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I wasn't born in that generation and didn't experience that hands-on. I'm sure there was a form of hookup hookup culture. But that I'm just so jealous that because my grandma has love letters from my grandpa. And it's just like, wow. You know, Katrina and I have definitely experienced, not that, Um, (laughs) we have been through, we're in like the beginning of our dating. Um,
1: Yeah, yeah, like for me and angie okay i i'm gonna be honest i have never been in a relationship so like who am i to talk about with the hookups and whatever i don't know but like still like just because i haven't been in a serious relationship that just means my that's how high my standards are if you do get this treasure of my heart then you freaking won like who to my future my future (laughs) boyfriend out there if you're listening to this
0: and (laughs) so whoever dates katrina you are lucky and you need to know that you won (laughs) period Um. period
1: and that's all like i'm gonna just say it out there that's on self-love like once you know your self-worth and yeah when you know how worthy you are of a person a human being with your perfections and imperfections it gets harder for another person like for you to accept another person into a relationship
0: yeah i mean even yeah like you said even though you haven't been in a actual relationship doesn't mean that you haven't had experience Mm -hmm. you know i definitely know you've been on dates
1: i've had dates i've gone on dates i've talked to boys i've had my first kiss um and it Like at the time, I thought of my first kiss as like, okay, I just need to get it over with because I'm in freaking college and I haven't had my first kiss yet. What? But then it happened and I'm like, oh, so that's how that feels.
0: Yeah. I know you don't regret it, but if you knew that he wasn't looking for anything serious, would you still have kissed him? I feel like I wouldn't. Yeah, definitely. I get that first kiss Ooh, this is controversial (laughs) um I feel like a lot of people have different opinions about first kiss like it's either oh it's a kiss whatever get over it um it's nothing it doesn't mean anything or you're like oh it's actually kind of everything like this is the first time you're going to become that intimate with somebody that you literally like yeah you're you're when you hold hands you're skin on skin but like i feel like our mouths are very intimate <laughs> you know so it's like you could be a person who's like no i'm waiting for somebody i'm waiting to give my first kiss to somebody that i, I actually really like yeah. and like i know you actually really like that guy so yeah which is why
1: i gave it away like right i yeah. i i would before him i was talking to another guy and i thought would i kiss this person no mm-hmm. Which is why I didn't give my first kiss to him. It's because I knew I didn't want to give that significance to him. um, And instead I gave it to the one I gave it to.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've had this conversation with my friends from Chapman. And some of them think like, oh, it's really just a kiss. And they would get it over with, you know. Like if they were attracted to them, they were a little, you know not fully there they would do it and i'm like oh so like you don't think that when you have a kid and they ask you how your first kiss was you're not going to be ashamed of that story and they're like no like they don't even have to know and i'm like um what (laughs) i would love to tell my
1: kid my first kiss story
0: exactly like you want you are creating your history as you live you know um I definitely am one of the people, one of the people in the bunch that thinks my first kiss was significant, and I wanted to give it to somebody that I did really care about. At the time, I did definitely, but like Katrina, I would have liked to know their intentions. You know, I feel like this. I feel like we've said take a shot every time we said intentions in this entire podcast. <laughs> but it's true. Like it's so. Sad that many people are not mindful of others you know yeah and their feelings exactly and like i mean sometimes they don't even know what their feelings are yeah. but at least you should Being have smart. the other person up to speed with that oh hey i'm not knowing i don't know what i want right now you know that's yeah. just out of respect
1: yeah like um before you even start flirting with them ask yourself what am i gonna like what am i in this for you know the other person has feelings they can you don't know but like they can catch feelings easily and so once you start flirting with them you're basically saying hey i'm so interested in you and stuff like but then if you like flirt with them and then you go out like oh no i'm not looking for anything then what was the purpose of flirting in the first place um And that's called playing.
0: Yes. (laughs) Oh, yes. Katrina and I have had our fair share of that field. (laughs) Oh, yes.
1: Um, But anyways, yeah. So, like, before you, you know, give a kiss away or before you even start getting intimate and doing all, like, the couple things, ask yourself, what am I in this for? And, yes, take another shot for intentions, but it's all about intentions and that's how we can avoid the hookup culture. I guess I could say like as Catholic, like how this relates to our faith and our religion, take another shot for intentions, but like because we, we stay true to our faith and as Catholics, we hold these intentions, we know the meanings of like dating, we know the meanings of of love and of a kiss and just like the whole significance of it because we hold significance of all of these things that like are kind of abstract in a way um, it gears us away from the hookup culture and that's why we don't participate in it and in the long run, we just want someone to
0: love us and we will love them. In chapter 1, Corinthians 13, one, it says, love is patient, love is kind. Um, and then it says, it does not envy or boast, it's not arrogant or rude. That whole verse, you can substitute love for Jesus. Mm-hmm. And it's true. Mm-hmm. And Jesus is love. So we want to strive to be like Jesus. And I, I saw somebody say, if if you're struggling to figure out if it's really love, substitute the love in that verse with your relationship with your significant other. Is your relationship with your significant other patient? Is it kind? Does it boast? Is it is it envious? All those things. Um, that's how you can figure out if that is truly love or not. So Jesus is love. Um... God sent his only son down to earth for us to see a literal physical example of who we should be like, what we should strive to be like. And um, so yeah, let everything that you do be done with love and in love. That is a Bible verse that is 1 Corinthians sixteen fourteen. The big man upstairs said it himself. So I think we should all live life treating others with love and that's something that katrina and i stand by and we advocate for that so we put it on a hoodie oh my gosh this is so (laughs) exciting and that's going to be one of the things that we are launching soon so keep an eye out for that um it should be launching very soon when this episode is coming out so yes
1: um yeah i'm so excited it's something that we actually did before starting this podcast like it that was our initial plan of just um launching a brand rise above and launching clothing and like merch that has bible verses and positive messages um because that's what we're called to do And then we started with the podcast and here we are announcing in this podcast that we are having, I don't want to say merch, but like it is merch. Like we have our own clothing that we design. We put our hard work into it. Um, It's very meaningful and personal to us. And so for me personally, like I want to wear this hoodie so that the person who's looking at the design on the back of the hoodie will read it and will be like, all right, I'm gonna do all things in love or I'm gonna do things with love. Um, And yeah, and that's the whole purpose of this love collection. And I'm so excited
0: because it's so cute.
1: I I love it. And it's something that we made. I know,
0: like, I have been wanting to design clothes ever since I was a kid. So I'm so glad that God has given us the opportunity to do this. And finally took action because i always knew i wanted to design Mm -hmm. something but i didn't necessarily know what i wanted to design and i was like i really want to do something that inspires me and is an an important part in my life and god in my faith is really important so i was like why not mix the two together because that's just seems like it's the move you know (laughs) and it is the move and we yes, did it. it is. So good. I'm so excited to finally tell you guys, like Katrina said, it's something that we've been working on way before the birth of the podcast. So we hope you guys like it.
1: Yeah, look forward to that release. Um, we will be posting on our social media, which, by the way, correction, this our Instagram is actually rise.aboveco we've been saying it wrong this entire episode I'm so sorry we're so sorry um but yeah follow follow us on Instagram to know the updates and to know when those hoodies are going to be released and when you can order um also hint it is Christmas time so it would be like a really nice gift to give to anyone um yeah that is us on living in where the hookup culture is normalized that's us and our like dating and what it means for us to be in relationships and staying and how it connects with our faith and love overall
0: hopefully even though if you're not religious and you're listening you can take away something from here and that is please do not ever settle Please do not ever settle. It's easier said than done. Trust me, honey. Yeah. But please do not ever settle. Whether your standards are high or low, just make sure you value yourself as a person.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You cannot love another person without loving yourself first. Definitely. And so I think just to end it um, on another, on a, on a final, final note, if you see yourself or if you... Are single and you're looking for something just know that the reason of you being single is because God is preparing you for like real love like not the hookup culture kind, real love and treat that singleness as your time knowing yourself learning more about yourself loving yourself and like all of that so that when you present yourself to your, your future significant other they can see all your great qualities and how much you are like as a mature loving person and they're gonna be like damn i want that person in my life and i'm gonna work to have that person in my life um and so if you're single and you want to satisfy something there are definitely other like you don't have to follow the hookup culture just because everyone is doing it if you are single you know use that time to be with yourself and be comfortable with yourself yeah and don't
0: rush the process don't even let society decide when you should have your first kiss or when you should do anything um that's completely up to you do whatever you're comfortable with um just forget about others because are they in the end of the day are they really going to know no and everybody's so caught up in their own selves that they don't realize anything anyway of other people so um yeah if you're in a state of singleness it is okay it's happening for a reason god is good he he has a plan for you
1: that that is a good final note to end on um thank you all for listening and showing your support and we'll tune in with you guys next time on our third episode
0: yep we appreciate you guys we love you guys god is good all the time
1: bye